Here we go, guys. Take a look at this lineup here. We've got the regular B team, and then we got a very special resi joining us today, Neil Kulhatka, one of the goats of Australian comedy. Oh, Thanks for jumping on, brother. Thanks for having me. I'm excited. Mate, it's, it's going to be a big episode because for those that don't know, Neil's a big... Dragons fan. He's a big Dragons fan. Well, he made, he's, he's been big in the NRL videos for yeah. a long time. He's one of the OGs, but big Dragons fan. Not much to cheer about, though, this season. No, not much to cheer about for a couple of seasons, actually. <laughs> uh, very hot and cold, very kind of bipolar, um, supporting the Dragons. But, uh, look, we're still six and seven, so... Hey, I still got dogs. a bit of hope that we could make the eight, but I uh, can't see us winning the comp until, we, uh, until some of those younger players uh, get better or... Mm. Uh, a big roster overhaul, so yeah, it's tough, but uh, I'm I hanging was in there. Because I had the Dragons in my tip. I was, I was, I don't know why. I was like the Cowboys. A couple days coming off the Origin, back of Origin, yeah. They're yeah. due for a loss, and you know that game. You know when you just know straight away, like first five seconds, you're gonna lose. I was like, they've lost because how many yeah. back-to-back sets? Just six again, six again, six again, six again. But Cowboys, man, they're legit. Yeah, and and, and Neil, uh, I've worked with Neil here and there in the past. Two of the comedian. Goats podcaster, I mean, what can I do? Stand up. But, mate, his sporting knowledge isn't, he's up there with the best. He's been in and around. He's working with KO. He's been at the boxing. He's been... your favourite sport or is it... Probably NRL, yeah. Yeah, 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 big fan. Always been a big fan. I did grow up in Cogra. That's hence the uh, the dog dog. dog. So, always always been a Dragons fan and um, never played it. I was pretty used... I played one season of Oztag. I was absolutely horrendous. Mixed or... uh, or Men's just uh, well, boys, uh, under 12s or something, yeah, because there's um, a big controversy in Oztag. No one likes to bring this up, okay. But if you play in a mixed team, yeah, the females they, they get score a try, they get, they get two points. I have a rule, I never, but males is one point. I now, never are, we, play, are we going for equality or what are we nah, doing? Well, I never play mixed Oztag because I'll tell you a story once I was playing Oztag and. You'd always get it sometimes where we played. There'd always be one or two chicks that were really, really good. Anyway, so we're playing this team. They had one girl who, to be fair, was an absolute weapon. And we're playing them. She passes out to her. She's on the wing. Steps. Absolutely steps my mate silly. Breaks his ankles. Ever since then, I'm like, I'm never playing mixed. Because if that happened to me, I would just... It'd be fairly embarrassing. But I'm going to start championing for equality in in Oztag. Equal points. Equal points. I think that's fair. Yeah. (laughs) Either give them, give them two points each or, yeah. or or nothing. Neil, we've got a couple fan questions. One of them is for you. Okay. This one is from Sammy J. She wants to know, Neil, I love your work. What have you been up to recently? What's, what's, what's been cooking for Neil? Uh, I've been doing a lot of live shows. So I'm working on a show that we're touring all over the place called Comedy Untamed. So mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys know Daniel and Max. Yeah, uh, I've yeah. been working with them. We've been doing guest spots and improv and, you know, it's cu- currently touring um, up and down the East Coast. So got regular shows in Melbourne, Brisbane, Sydney, Newcastle. Nice. We're hoping to take it to the other capitals as well soon. Um, I'm still making videos. Uh, it's just I saw, that your, I saw your Brisbane one. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. I've never been to Brisbane, but one, it, yeah. it made me yeah, laugh. You got across the stereotype straight away, yeah, mate. Yeah, man. Yeah. A bit of nostalgia too from the old, uh, the old YouTube a days. Few, a few yeah. lines, yeah, yeah, yeah from yeah. Uh, from the classic <laughs> Australian <laughs> Two Minutes. Had to bring those back. Um, but yeah, it's still been. Uh, I've got two podcasts. Got Neil and Jordan with Friendly Geordies, and I got one called Sex Cells, mm. uh, which is all like relationship based. Yeah, the, the complete opposite to this one. Cells with a C. Yeah, don't get carried away. And but other than that still making videos but i think just like the algorithm there's so many people making content yeah. now that 
it's uh, it's a lot harder to go viral and get noticed. But um, now we see it on there. You got like a mil plus followers on TikTok. You're one of the OGs. You're still putting in the work, hundred percent. I knew, especially for me who make content regularly, was one of the main reasons why I got into making content. Y- you always nailed the stereotypes. Like, there's mm. nothing wrong with oh, stereotypes. Thank you. And using like like cultures and stuff as a driving force for your comedy. And now I know man. we're moving into like you know PC and like. Yeah, I'm every, not. Uh, no, I love it. Yeah, I love exactly. it. He's <laughs> always moving that way. There's nothing wrong with a good old-fashioned stereotype, I ethnic think. stereotypes, because you know what? You don't discriminate either. That's exactly right. Um, I feel like the people that are reticent to, you know, use those stereotypes or laugh at it are people who live in uh, areas that are completely white. <laughs> exactly. And they're, they're, right. and they're scared of what people will think. But like I said, I grew up in the St. George area in, in Sydney. Very multicultural. So, yeah, we're always giving it to each other. And we know when it crosses a line, but... That's where the humor comes from. Exactly. Now you're a stand-up. How long have you been doing stand-up for? Over the, uh, since I started it in like 2009, but uh, I've been doing it full time for about 10 years now. Yeah, wow. Because now stand-up, you know, it's it's been in the limelight this year. Mm. Chris Rock, Will uh, Smith. Yeah, been slapped yeah. actually. Yeah. Any yeah. any, yeah. any yeah. close calls? Yeah. Have you ever had a uh, scenario like not, that? Not on stage. No. Some people have uh, been somewhat aggressive uh, after the show. Yeah, but then I haven't uh, told my dad to come to a gig again. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but uh, no, I mean, he still like, wants you to be a doctor, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, <laughs> Indian parents, they'll never, they'll never stop. But uh, no, I've never, I've never been like attacked on stage. I've, I've, yeah, you get heckled a little bit sometimes, yeah. but that's part of the territory and it can be fun. But uh, yeah, we've definitely seen a lot of uh, violence against comedians this year. Australia and, says uh, no. Australia says no. no yeah. Do you ever try and work in a lot of like? kind of sporting stereotypes into into your work especially like depending on the area like you know if you're doing something in Bankstown you rip into the Bulldogs or something oh, like that oh definitely yeah yeah no I'm always going after like the NRL stuff and uh, I've done a few jokes about NRL previously that have gone pretty well and even when I go to Victoria WA South Australia I try to throw in a few references mm. for their AFL teams I don't really know what I'm talking about here but Bailey Smith you know he's relevant yeah, yeah. speaking of Bailey Bailey Bad boy. Ooh, he's uh, he's actually made the news this week. I don't want to go off too far. Go, go do it. He was, I think he sent a, a photo to his friends in a WhatsApp chat. So Bailey Smith's been caught. The demise of every athlete is a WhatsApp is chat. Is a WhatsApp chat. He's been no. caught a the photo group of him. chat. That's nah. sacred. You holding a bag of cocaine, making some funny faces. Yeah. Now Allegedly it was a bag of cocaine. Allegedly. We don't know if it was. Now, I'm not going to say I feel for Bailey because it's a stupid move. Okay. All athletes have been seen one way or another with a white bag. It's happened to some Melbourne Storm players recently. Mm-hmm. But, Neil, if you're Bailey Smith in this situation, mm-hmm. what do you do? Well, I mean, he's got a long career ahead of him, so I guess he's just got to cop the punishment mm. and not really uh, rock the boat. But um, I don't. It, it's just weird. Like, these guys are in their 20s. They're making who knows what. Good money. Yeah, Good like coin. Maybe Good even money. a million a year yeah. with all the endorsements or whatever. It's kind of like, what do you expect? Yeah. I mean, it's still bad. I get that. But um, there's guys out there in NRL who have been violent in the past that uh, still kind of have, you know, a career it's going a and point. stuff like yeah. that. Whereas, like, if you're doing drugs, well, you're yeah. only hurting yourself. I agree. You can you can make mistakes. But look, if, if I was in Bailey's shoes... Go tell right. me. Okay, and I you're his lawyer. What do you, what do you think? I don't me? condone any form of drug use. And I hope Never. Ba- Bailey gets the help he needs. But if I'm in Bailey's Bailey Smith's shoes... Don't send shit in the WhatsApp chat. Number Be one. Be respectful There's always about a dog it. in there, isn't Put there? Put the phones away on a night out for yeah. one. Okay? Secondly, if the club or the AFL are probing you and you've just got a photo of a bag with white substance, deny it to your die, Bailey. 
Deny it. That could be anything in that bag. That little what? That little bag. Bit of uh, mate, bit of baking I, soda. I'm just saying. You know what? Sorry, I, I get bad chafing on a night out, and that's just that's just, ba- <laughs> just spare baby powder. Sorry, AFL, prove it. You know what I mean? That's just flour for my mum's cake. It was her birthday yesterday. I always carry it on me just in case. Bailey, just think on your feet, son. Yeah. You know? Just deny to deny to die. die. How are they going to prove it? They're but prove it. That's he's true. gone the other route, and his coach has come out and backed him and said, "Look, it's off the field. It shouldn't affect the club." He also had an incident in the off season, so I don't know. The AFL's got uh, their hands full. I want to know who the the dog was in the group chat. Yeah, he's always can't. one. Yeah, that's a worse crime. That's a, that's sure. a worse crime. That, that's worse yeah, than the coach. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I can forgive him for that. I hope he gets the help he needs. But you ever had a situation like that, Neil? Someone ever tried to not with coke, but like wherever someone's trying to like maybe. Blackmail you or like distort, you know, like uh, catch you, you on the, a night yeah, out, catch you yeah. on a night out and stitch you up. Remember Brian, Brian Fletcher? Yeah, in the, in yeah, the, in the back of the cab. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Ever, um, someone ever tried to get you when you're at your 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 weakest? I think because I'm not like as big a star as these guys. Uh, people aren't really going for me there yet. But um, I've had a few uh, people when I was single. Uh, a few girls would screenshot Tinder conversations and Ooh. post them and be like, "Oh, look, I'm Ooh. talking to Neil and." Look, there was some pretty cringy chat. Most yeah, of it, I was. Uh, it was pretty late at night. Couple yeah. haze <laughs> with four wise. Yeah, you know? a bit yeah. of that. Bit of sm- a few smiley faces. What you doing? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You I mean, up? A bit of that. You <laughs> I'm know. Over. Yeah. So it's not even a brag. It's like no, why it's you just... why are you screenshotting that? So <laughs> I mean, that's the closest I've had. Uh, but uh, no, other than that, um, I can't. I haven't like been try. No one's yeah. tried to extort me or anything like that yet. Oh, you carry yourself in a respectable manner. So, look, we've got another question coming in from Nickabella96. Now, we all watch State of Origin. Nick's question is, what changes would you make to the Blues State of Origin team? Ooh. What are you thinking, Neil? Jake has to come back in, yeah, Trebojevic. Uh, I don't know why he wasn't there in the first place. Mm-hmm. Um, they got to think about the 14 position because I don't know if Staggs is now going to be there. Um, no, you cried in 14. Stags came off. You're right. Yeah. I don't know if Stags will play in the center. Is it a bad shoulder cork? He might. He probably he's should gonna, be all right. He's going to play this week. I agree. Okay. Got to get a proper 14. Yeah. Nico Hines. Pappenhausen or Hines. Yeah, they, Pappenhausen said he might be up for selection. I agree. Look, on the podcast last week, our Origin preview, yep. we said, look, I had I tip Queensland 1 to 12 in Sydney. A couple of people laughed at me. Great tip. But the reason why we said it and we put it out there, why, why New South Wales would lose. The 14 position was a big one. Yeah. And the forwards that they chose with particularly Tarek Sims and then, and Madison. Now, I, I like Ryan Madison. I love what he's been doing at Para. Did he provide enough impact off the bench? Yeah. I don't know. Is Tarek Sims the right option at 12? I don't know. No. And then 14 is the biggest one, which we said. To Freddie's credit, Wyden at, at centre was our was best player. Was the best player, yeah. He I was think, our best You know player. what it was as well? I don't know if you boys thought the same, but it was just, there was no this. There was no, no ticker from New South Wales. Mm. Everyone from Queensland lifted. Like, Val Holmes slotted Katoni Staggs in his mm. pocket. Carrigan. Every, like, Cotter. Carrigan was playing out of his skin. Cotter. We all knew they were great players, but it seems like when they put that Queensland jersey on, they just have superpowers. Whereas Liam Martin was was okay, made a lot of tackles, didn't offer us much. We had no impact off our bench, and I think they just wanted it more. For the past few years, New South Wales have almost always had the better forward pack. Better team, yeah. right? Yeah, and a better team <laughs> yeah, yeah, as well. Yeah. But like this time, it just didn't happen. I think Whiten had a lot of that. He was what they would call an origin player. Like yeah. he ran hard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, Good I mean, this on. is this is pretty. Th- what do you guys think of moving him into five eight, or do you want to keep the Luai and Cleary combination? Penrith, but like, a few people have floated that around. I think because he was so strong in the centers, yeah, and if I'd we're not going to have Latrell or Turbo, yeah. keep him in the centers. 
I just think the halves did have an off game too. Like, Cleary yeah. yeah, didn't sure. have his Cleary best kicking game. in particular game. wasn't kicking well. Luai was trying, but I don't like Damien Cook. I, just, I, I thought Teddy had a okay, crack. So, Queensland played two hookers, and I think they'll do the same in yeah. game two. Ben Hunt oh, sorry. starting, Harry Grant coming off the bench, giving him a breather, Ben Hunt coming back on. Damien Cook probably suffered not having that second hooker. He was probably gassed by the end of it. Do you play Happy Coruscant at your 14, maybe? I would. I like just playing. I think you're 14. You have to play at least 40 minutes. You have to at least, like, like that's what they did. They gave Ben Hunt the first half, yeah. and then they gave Harry Grant the second. Crichton, you're just stuck with a player there that I think they just said, all right, let's just put him on with 20 to go. Yeah. We used to do that. We've done it with Dylan Walker. We always seem to do it with our 14s. Either have Hines there or have a proper hooker. I think there. they and make Hines that change. Guy, and I think if Radley wasn't injured, oh, he'd be a perfect, oh, he'd be perfect, perfect 14. Perfect 14. He can play that's hooker, lock. Yeah, all of And it. he can play a little bit of hooker. I will say, yes. coming off the back of this round, I know we'll touch into the most recent round, but Josh Adokar being omitted from the side. Someone who can finish in the corner. I'd bring him his back. His pace. Sure. I'm bringing yeah. the Fox I'm back hearing, into the team. I'm hearing rumours that Daniel Tupo is going to represent Tonga in game two. I don't know now whether that's... Is that, is that allowed? Well, no, because you can't represent both of them. So he's now going to choose to play for Tonga. I don't know if that's Freddie just tapping him on the shoulder and saying, hey, I don't think I'm going to pick you. He, he, he had a great game, though. He's I thought solid. Tupo was good. He was I, solid. It, I don't know if. Um, does Adokar play the same side as Tupo with Yeah, so they would, uh, they would keep Toto where he yeah. is. And then I think if they bring Josh Adokar back, which I think he deserves to come back, he's shown enough at club level. out of his skin. Developed a mad combination yep. with, with Burden. I think he's made the case for Freddie to call him up and go, mate, we need you back. Sorry for the bad call. Uh, take, I had a shot. Take the bad call on the chin, yep. Freddie, and bring the Fox back into the team. Is that fair? I think that's fair. So Fox got to come back. Jake Chaboyevich should be coming back. And then sort out your 14, whether it's Happy Coruscant or Nico Hines. Nico and that's Hines. a winning team. I think he made his name as a 14. Yeah. He's got to play. Hmm. No, he's got to play. All right, let's move into now some of the big moments. Now, there, was a, there was a few big ones. Neil, I want to get your thought on State of Origin. There are a couple things that I thought was really, really interesting. The first one, we were speaking about it. Now, I've got a little bit of a different opinion. You've done some videos on the Gus School, the infamous, you know, the infamous <sighs> half, to, the infamous uh, pre-game, yeah, pre-game rever. I'm not a fan the of last word. I reckon it's... What? It's, yeah, I know. I'm one no. of the only ones. It's just the same, like, gladiator, mate against mate shit that we hear every year. Yeah. And every time he spits it out, people act like he's invented fire. He got the boot. He wasn't, he wasn't up in the commentary box. What do you think about that? I, I, look, I think... He, he he's had some. He looked a little bit salty as well. Controversies because he's face like this, you know, when Munster yeah. was uh, doing the post game so, interview. Because he did do the last word, didn't he? Or no, happened, no, no, and no, he wasn't, no, and he no. wasn't, wasn't in the commentary box. The commentary box. Okay. They had him doing like a, mm. you know, just on the panel. At, mm. at, um, well, must mean some people at Channel Nine are thinking time to move on, maybe. Yeah, maybe. possibly. Uh, he has that. He has that affiliation with the Bulldogs, so I think he tries to stray away from calling dogs they, games. Yeah, maybe you know what I mean. I don't know, but look personally, I love the Gus rev up. I don't know, Dan, maybe because it's, you, you know you're a big footy fan, but you didn't play footy. Being out there with the boys, it always gives me goosebumps. Right before Origin, gets it gets you up. How the boys would be feeling before they go out. Yeah, think I love about it. that. The first hit up before they take out, like you got to be, you got to be crazy to take that first carry. That kind of gets you in the mid for origin. And Game 1's always a spectacle. Game 1's the most watched mm. sporting event, I think, in the Southern Hemisphere. Surpasses the Grand Final, surpasses yep. the AFL Grand Final. Everyone gets up for it. I went to the game. A- atmosphere was crazy. Like, it feels like I was at an American NFL game. You know what yep. I mean? Like, people are up. It's tribalism. Everyone, I'm in blues. Queenslanders, we all hate each other. We get up for it. How, did you guys watch it at home? I did. Yeah. I, I quite like the watch at home, get the boys around yeah, it. But no, it was my first good. one at the game. It was pretty good. The crazy. ads are annoying. They're both great. I would I would go even further with the Gus Gould last word. 
because they've got all the camera angles there. They got the oh. music and everything. Get a fucking team behind yeah. them. Get like <laughs> get <laughs> everything <laughs> going. Make it like a so fuck. step up the next production. For yeah, the last yeah, word. of course. Yeah, well, let's see if they bring it back for Perth. I think, well, New South Wales need a rev up. So maybe they that do. was the key. Another one that was interesting was Cam Smith copped a little bit of stick for being a bit biased with his commentary. He was very biased. What, what <laughs> are your cheering? He was cheering him. Because you know what I feel like? I feel like it's, because they, you know, they have, they usually have a fair, a fair share of New South Wales and Queensland legends mm. up there. I feel like though, it's only the Queenslanders that get super biased. Like yeah. in the past, like, you know, they used to have Wally Lewis up there. Yeah, Lockyer's on the call team. Lockyer's on the call team. And they're the ones that tend to show their allegiance a little yeah. bit more than you said. Did you have a problem with it, with Cam Smith? Oh, I thought it was entertaining at I the end there. I thought it was good. I didn't have a problem with it. I, I, li I like it because Andrew Johns doesn't shy away from showing he's a Blues fan. He doesn't touch a 4X, you know what I mean, if they're yeah. on camera. So it's good. It adds to the theatrics of it. Like... Cam, and I like hearing Cam Smith's analysis on the game too. And if he gets behind it, showing that he actually cares. I think he was involved with the Queensland team in some way. He was. He yeah. was in camp. Yeah. He was in camp. So, yeah, of course, you're going to want to, you know, get get behind the boys. I think right at the end there, in the last 10 minutes, they can let loose a little bit. I mean, if yeah. he was doing that the whole 80 minutes, cheering for Queensland, yeah, you'd, you'd question it. But uh, I thought it was fun. Yeah. No, I read it. And what do you end, reckon, yeah. Rabs, if, the, if there's a game three, does he come out of retirement for game 100? Look, I, Origin I, 100. I think... New South Wales will learn from their mistakes, make the changes they need, win game two in Perth. So it's going to go down to a decider, bring Rabs back for the 100th. Yeah, I think so. He's, the it's a call 100 origin Although the games. guy that covers him does a good job. Yeah, Matt, no, Matt no. Thompson, yeah. is his name? Yeah. He's yeah. I rate he's, him. he's getting on, but I think he can do one more. I think he can do one more. I respect Rabs, though, because he came out and said, he's like, I'm getting a bit older, and I was just worried that I'm just going to absolutely embarrass myself. And then he called the NRL Grand Final, and he said he did a mad job. He was happy with it, and that's it. Leave on a high. Leave George high. Costanza. Yeah. Respect it. Leave it. No, I respect it. Okay. Another big storyline. I don't know if you heard. Have you heard about this Saudi golf tournament that they're doing? No. Anyway, so the Saudi, there's a Saudi group that's got there. It's called the LIV golf mm. tournament. Now there's very, it's very unethical because they're accusing these Saudis of sports washing. washing. Now what that is, is where you kind of like clean your reputation through sports. So yeah, they're doing it with the WWE. They, they bring, you know, they wrestling bring the over all in the Saudis, yeah, 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 yeah. Been, you know, uh, you know, they've, 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 what, how would you word it? They've committed a couple, uh, human rights yeah, violations crimes. in the past. So now they're trying to clean up their image with this golf tournament. And what they're doing is they're putting on this massive golf tournament. They're offering players ridiculous money. So they want to break away from the PGA tour. Phil Mickelson is one of the golfers that's on there. He got $200 million. Mm -hmm. Hard to, to say no to, isn't it? Hard to say no to. What's your thoughts? The PGA has now come out. And ban these players. Um, Dustin Johnson's another one. He's from attending or? From the PGA. They oh, are banned wow. from the tour. Because so, of. Because they went to this rival. So it'd be the equivalent of like someone defecting from WWE. They've now gone and joined Look, AEW. I've got to tell Saudi. you, I'm going to be honest with you. The Saudis give me 200 mil to putt, putt a golf ball. I'm going to take it. Uh, yeah. I could probably look past the crimes. 200 million is a lot of money. It's like when LeBron James. He can come out and say, you know, he doesn't respect to the government that was in office, but does he want to talk on China and Hong Kong? No, yeah. because he gets a billion dollars you know from what? the NBA. Exactly right. but can, yeah, and money can makes you, the world money, go around. It does. Yeah. And can you pick and choose? Like, you know, now everyone now is against, Ru like Russia now is just getting cancelled mm -hmm. from everywhere, which yeah. is fair enough. But now no one had a problem when Saudi Arabians took over Newcastle United, which is a massive football club. Mm -hmm. So we can't pick and choose. No country's perfect as well. So, yeah. I mean, Saudi is particularly bad, but... Uh, <laughs> they've, done some, they've done some bad things. Yeah, look, you'd it, obviously it, weigh it up and you'd say, like, you know, are they legitimately trying to 
change their image, change their ways, you know, change the laws of the country, how they're being perceived, and then you'd make a decision. But like, mate, that, that's absurd amounts of money. It's very hard that to say no. Lot, if I'm in there. Would you? Right, let me dollars. let me make a local. Would you have a problem if the Saudis wanted to invest in the NRL, and they just started I, saying, no. man, we're gonna just uh, we're gonna buy the Bulldogs. We're going to buy the Roosters, we're going to buy the Dragons, and we're just going to pump $200 mil into the game. Would you have a problem with it? No, more funding for the game, the better. Uh, I think I don't think uh, the NRL would, would go for it, personally. They're very they're very on the side of PC and making sure everything's all good with the no-fault stand-down policy and all that. So I don't think they would uh, have a bar of that, personally. But I don't know. It's it's interesting. Neil, you take the money. Don't pretend you're... Yeah, if you're, oh, if the, look, man. If the Saudis were doing million, a... That's a lot of if money, If they were bro. doing a comedy I, tour, you're jumping off. Sure. <laughs> Uh, they do. They actually offer a few comedians some gigs no. there, and it's a ridiculous amount of money. Do they so have a good sense of humour? You just can't make fun of the, the royal family there, because yeah, you're, yeah. you're pretty much... You'll be in a, you, a Comedians will be there. like, oh, I died at that gig. Yeah, you're you're actually dead. <laughs> you're actually dead. So yeah, no um, it's, a risky, it's a risky gig, but uh, look, I, I don't know. If the money's on the table, I don't know. I probably would take it, but we'll, uh, yeah, we'll look, see. Yeah, I'm look, a, I'm a sellout. Maybe it's the Italian in me. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm taking the money. No, I'd have no problem. Another big thing was Nick Kyrgios was taking on Andy Murray. Mm -hmm. Typical Nick fashion. He was having like a little bit of a dummy spit. He lost. Comes out later and says that he was the victim of a racial slur from the mm -hmm. fan. He was playing in Germany. Neil, I want to ask you your opinion on this because you did a video. You've done a couple of videos on, on racism in sports. And you did a video yeah. back in 2015. So this is now seven yeah, years wow. later. What, do you think anything's changed in terms of racism in sports? Like, how can we? What was the well, what was the slur? I think it, it's no, very referred to as a black, a, some, a black something, a black something, like a black yeah. animal. I think was the, yeah, okay. Well, yeah, yeah then that's he is dark. I wouldn't say he's black. He's brown, Greek. He's brown. He's a bit of everything. He's, I think, Malay. He's got a bit of okay. Indian in him. He's oh, does he? Greek. Yeah, he's, yeah. I'm sure he cops I a think, fair bit on yeah. the sidelines, you know, and and that probably it should like tennis is a very like you know posh upper class type yeah. sport so you don't really get you don't that get many, many, many yeah, yeah that's you know true I, mean? so, that. mm. I do feel like professional sports stars kind of do have to uh you know zone out from that kind of noise but at the same time yeah if it's something really oh, like b bad like that it's up to the venue and no, i think now fair enough for him to call it yeah, out no, i mean sure. adam goods called it well, out that's when the thing i think you did a video on it the adam goods yeah one remember that that that's, was yeah that was i'm going back in time here but yeah that, was, ago, yeah, 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 that was yeah, that was. I personally think that racism in general has, like, people get on more now. Like, look at this table, for example. Alebo, an Italian, and, you know, and Indian walk into You're a Lebanese, bar. I'm leaving. Okay, okay. <laughs> no, Sounds we're like doing, we're all doing a podcast joke. together, right? Yep. It's definitely lessened across the world in some respect and in, and in sport. And... You're gonna you're gonna run into issues where people are throwing out things that yeah if you if you're someone of prominence and mm. it kind of comes with it. Fair enough, he's called it out and he, he doesn't have a bar of it. Um, but I mean, I don't think it is as bad as it was years ago. I think it's some decades parts it is. ago. I think it's probably worse. Like you probably don't get it at grounds as much anymore. But I think it's definitely worse online. Well, because there was oh definitely online. Media. I mean, and it's go through some TikTok comments. And, yeah, and it's almost impossible to police because how do you find someone that's user one two three four five six seven with yeah. no DP? That's true, and also how do you police it when? Because now it's also gone so far one way where it's affecting a lot of comedy. It's affecting. This is now like a broader point, not just yeah. sport, yeah. but you know, it, 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 in trying to over police, I think uh, exactly. what could be yeah. seen as racism for some people. 
it's now coming back to those stereotypes I do and all sorts of things. Um, no one really knows where that line is, and I think it's actually gone too far. 100%. Mm. But it's all very contextual, so, you know. I agree with you. you got to be... Anything you say right now can be scrutinized. Like, if you're doing a comedy There's skit, a fine line when you start picking apart comedians, though. Like... Because like being now, a comedian like trying is to a now job. cancel, like you know, yeah. the, these cancel cultures now trying to cancel comedians, for like Ricky Gervais, for example. Yeah, Chappelle, obviously. They, Chappelle was the most like, like, yeah. How can you cancel a comedian? For well, yeah, I mean, uh, you you can't really. I think people just get like outraged online, and it actually benefits them in a way because more people then watch it, and mm -hmm. more people kind of get on board, and no one's actually looking at okay. Now everyone's like, okay, do I agree with the comedian rather than was the comedian actually funny? Yeah, no, that's exactly right. And I think the more that it it is pushed down like to people that this is the wrong way to think and this is racist, this is, you know, this is uh, offensive, the more people are going to start, like you said, agree just watching to agree or not and not actually for the humor or, or whatever it is. But... Look, I, I think it's lessened in sport over time, but there's got to be a fine line where it's like, like you said, you can't be over-policing everything as well. Yeah. I think in certain parts it's lessened, but mm -hmm. yeah, definitely, it's, it's definitely hard to police online. Anything you saw over the weekend Mate, you liked, but not? something that just happened recently. The Socceroos. Huge. Qualifying for the World Huge. Cup. Now, we went through the back door. We went the hard way, but we are going to Qatar. Yeah, the boys. Any, yeah, any plans on a trip to Qatar, Neil? Maybe comedy tour down there? <laughs> Um, they got plenty of money as well. <laughs> Catch the World I've heard Cup. They do, yeah. I yeah. see you in the Socceroos camp. Uh, it's maybe. definitely a risky gig as well. Yeah, um, sure. Don't know what I can say about the Qatari <laughs> Royals or, you know. We're good so, to see uh, the Aussies qualifying. It's big for us. We can all get around it. For sure, you yeah. Know, by, by the time the World Cup comes around. So they, 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 they made a meal of it. They, they did it the hard way. You know what's going to be mad about this World Cup? It's in our summer. Usually it's always in our winter. So okay. you're waking up at 2 a.m., it's freezing like it, is, like it was this morning. Yeah. When you wake up. First games end of November. Perfect. Beautiful. You so we got up. a tough what's group. The what's the time difference like? What time are One they? One game's at 5 a.m. That's against France. Mm. Massive game. Next game's going to be at 9 p.m. So oh, that's perfect. 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 On a Saturday, I believe. Who's in, a, who's in then, the Australian uh, group? France, Tunisia, and Denmark. So we're Ooh. pushing for second. Ooh. If we're if we're being honest. Yeah. If I'm we can get that, past Denmark, we can, we can progress through. Denmark. I think France will go through. I think we can do it. You're a football fan, Neil? Not as much as uh, NRL, yep. but uh, yeah, I follow it. Mm. I, I like sport in general. Yeah, nice. Yeah. I could see you um, get, get, get Neil to guitar. Well, you don't even, uh, what I found out about Neil more recently is, is that he's worked with KO. Yep. And they've covered a lot of boxing events, but Neil's an avid boxer. Yeah, oh, he hits uh, the bag. Yeah, yeah. He, he, I've seen him. I've seen him work. Go check it out on his Insta stories. It's all, hey. bit, of, it's all a bit of fun. All right, Neil. Yeah, well, yeah. While you're here, then I want to pitch this idea. Dance. Let me know what you think. <laughs> uh, I've got this idea just for a influencer boxing event. Okay, the the main event is going to be this guy mm -hmm. Bernard versus. We got someone lined up. You heard of Olan Tekkers? <laughs> Pommy is that guy. the same weight class? He's a uh, he's a big guy. He's a big guy, but look at this man. This no, is ninety. No. What are you ninety two? No, no. He's pushing eighty five. We could meet okay. in the middle somewhere. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Right. That can be one. Then we have a few influencers fights. So maybe we get you in on this card. Me on commentary with Spaniard. <laughs> <laughs> You're building a dream card. Uh, yeah. Go off. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. me and Spaniard nah, oh, picking it apart. There's definitely an influence from America to see how you know YouTubers getting yeah. in the ring, boxers getting the ring. Who's going to be the first Australians to do it? I yeah. think we're stupid not well, to jump at it, boys. All of the bachelors and, and bachelorette guys They're have already done in. it, have but no said. one's really watched it. So. <laughs> I 
Um, uh, maps. Have any the of you watched Maps? Yeah, yeah. Maps. The guy, and the guy with the, the really bad veneers. Yeah, yeah, those, <laughs> those guys are going at it. Yeah. 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 Like, yeah. He, they're apparently going to fight. So we get them fighting. You're going to get all those chicks watching. You know, we get all the eyes. We get you on there. Anyone in particular, if you had to call out one influencer, comedian. Com- comedian. Oh, Lewis Spears you? and I have always had uh, some strong Ooh. words about yeah. uh, fighting each other because really? he's like, what is he, six foot eight or something? Yeah, I think you just and recently I'm, got jaw surgery. You didn't do that yeah, too, did Yeah, uh, you know what? I'll make <laughs> sure he, he the... gets some more. Okay. So, <laughs> yeah. Do you get on? You get on you and Lewis? Is no, 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 yeah, quite yeah. Quite beef there? Or you uh, actually... uh, it's friendly banter. Okay. okay. Yeah. How do you reckon you'd go? He's very tall. He's very tall. You're just working he's the got, body. Yeah, so he's got a massive reach, but I think he's uh, he's pretty slow, so I can Ooh, so get in between last. that reach. Oh, he looks that lanky, uncoordinated type. That's yeah. exactly it. So, Lewis, uh, if if this gets back to you, it's still it's still happening one okay. day. Yeah, Done. we'll get that. There on. you go, Put guys. that on the card, eh? Make it happen. What weight are you fighting at? What are you, what are you thinking? Are you I'm a pretty light guy. Um, maybe like welterweight, something like that. Nice. If we can, I don't know how much Lewis weighs, but um, you know. He's a, he's, he's a skinny man, mm. so... Now, I want to move on to rugby league. Let's now, it. it was obviously after Origin, you don't know which players are going to come back into your side. It's a, it's a rubbish time to tip. It definitely is. And on the Friday night, Cowboys went up against your Dragons, Neil. Dragons Wasn't had pretty. A, ter- a terrible showing. Yeah. But the both Queensland teams, I'm talking the Cowboys, the Cowboys and Brisbane Broncos, in the top four. Do you think they're a chance of winning? Because, like... Penrith and Storm are still probably exactly. and the, now we, the two we bring favorites. that up a fair yeah. bit, and that's a it's a great point. I think the Cowboys have done Cowboys enough to say it, yeah. in the big games they can step up against the big teams. Yep. They're playing good footy. I, I I think the Cowboys definitely. Maybe Brisbane still and need a gel I a little bit more. I think even the Broncos can go on maybe a Rabbitohs run last yeah. year. Just get them in a in a prelim final one game. Yeah, they just need to finish in the top four. So you get a second chance. You got that old head like Reynolds, calm. Their forwards are playing like everyone's playing unbelievable. But like Neil said, look, Penrith, Melbourne, still the teams to be at full strength. Yeah. You know what I mean? So can they match them? And then you got teams like Para, who I don't think so. I think one of the most inconsistent teams in the NRL, at least this year. They get up to play Melbourne. They get up to play Penrith, Penrith Panthers, the Roosters, they'll have a good crack at. That's gonna be this week. And this then good. And then you they go up against a team like the Bulldogs or the Titans, who are the lower end of the ladder. They lose. And and they they can't seem to to pull it together. What what yeah. is it about the Parrials? <sighs> maybe the motivation. They're, they're, to get up they're for the fiery big for the big ones. Yeah. So I, I still if they make the top four, which now like, chance, I don't know yeah. if they can make the yeah. top four, but they're a chance because they've they've beaten um, Penrith and Melbourne, so they'd have the confidence and they you know they know a few of the players are leaving after the end of this year and they haven't won for a long time. I think. I still I tipped them at the start of the year and I'm still backing them. Yeah, they they need to finish in the top four. Though. They, yeah, that's I the think big they one. Need to finish get in the get top into four. the semis and then, like you said, they, it's any given Sunday they can beat the big teams. I agree. They'll move past this week and they acknowledge we we we've struggled to get up for these type of games. We yeah. need to we need to make that correction. But on that, it's probably another weird one. Who's in a better position for next year, your Dragons, Neil, or my Bulldogs? Ooh. I I I'm gonna go. The Bulldogs with King Burden at the helm getting Kikau on board, Reed Marnie on board, Josh Addo Carfline on the wing. They've recruited fairly well. If they sort out their coaching dramas, play a good brand of footy, I think they're looking a little bit better than the Dragons next year. 
And there's a bit of a rivalry there. What do you? Can the Dragons be in a decent shape next year? Uh, you're right. Like the Bulldogs players that are coming in, uh, kind of in their prime. And I think the the it seems like Hook's strategy is very long term, developing yeah. these guys like Terrell Sloan and Sullivan and Amon. So I think the Premiership window is probably going to be like mid 2020s. Yeah, um, and a few of the at least. yeah the forwards are just getting old. I mean Aaron Woods and Embi and yeah, these sorts of guys. I think. I think he must have got them to sort of like help those younger guys yeah. come. Um, but uh, you, you're point. probably right. Bulldogs in, on paper would have a better squad, but like, can they gel together? That's the question. No, they haven't and gelled in the last three, four years. It's all about getting the coach. Yeah. Well. They yeah. need to get the coach right. And I think with the Dragons, like you still got some good pieces of the puzzle. I know Tarek Sims is going to leave, but Ben Hunt is still a top five halfback. Yeah, it was in yeah. The leading the Dalian. Yeah. It's yeah. still only So there's still a lot of positives for the Dragons, but like you said, on paper... The dogs look like they could be going neck and neck for borderline top eight next year with the Dragons. So I guess we'll see where they end up. The thing is with the, the Bulldogs is that for the last four or five years, they've been like, yep, yeah, next year we're getting players. That's true. And then it's just like the same thing happens. that like They'll be last. I'm like, All right, mm. well, next season we're getting players. So they need to get a good coach. Whereas the Dragons have just kind of been hovering around that seventh to twelfth kind of for the last for four or five years. years. You yeah, need to get some new blood it. in there. Like yeah. I love Aaron Woods. I've heard him on the radio. Man. Take up broadcasting. He's a, he's a good he's personality. He's really, really good. Great personality. Yeah. There's a couple old... Is he still rocking that headband? Or? He's got rid of that. No, the, yeah, yeah, yeah he still had it. He does? Yeah, he's got it a bit there. Yeah, good on him. Yeah, yeah I just don't know what the Dragons... I think, um, yeah, Ben Hunt is playing really well as our halfback now, and especially when he first came in, you know, he's the $1.1 million man. That was It was too much pressure on him, and mm. then he played... He was the halfback following uh, Thurston and Cronk in Origin, mm-hmm. and I think that just... He played one really bad Origin game, and that dented his confidence for, for years. The whole Jack DeBellin saga really... Hasn't um, that hurt, Dragons that really hurt a lot. Um, so now... And now that sort of crop that were you know mid late 20s mm. th- that was uh, in 2018-19 it looked like mm. oh we could challenge for the premiership yeah mm. I remember you guys were first after a little while yeah, there's a lot yeah, of that yeah. there's a lot first of six, six rounds they fly yeah. there was something like in from 2010 to 2020 um, Dragons have been top of the ladder more than the Roosters but Roosters have won three <laughs> premierships something stat, stat like that which yeah. is so frustrating but uh, I think we got a really good um, back line now so we got um, whether it's Sloan or Ramsey, one of these guys is going to be our long-term fullback, yeah. and they have promise. And then Lomax, he, he had a pretty bad game um, on Friday, but overall he's a really good player. Yeah, definitely. Um, I'll, I'll back and then Ravalawa and the Fige brothers, you know, I think the back There's line is really definitely. good. And Amon is a 5'8", is good. Um, There's a Tristan Saylor thing as well that happened. That now, yeah, you brought yeah, up a couple of things. Like, yeah, like, like you, you said the the Jack DeBellin. Now, by no means am I trying to get you cancelled at all, Neil, on this podcast. We've touched it. No. We've had a few what touchy subjects yeah. already with Saudi Arabia and whatnot. But the Jack DeBellin saga, and there's been a few things that have played out in the public online. Amber Heard, Johnny Depp, yeah, uh, yeah. Israel Folau, you know, and and where where do you think uh, in the Manasi Fainua at Manly, the no fault stand down policy in rugby league? Now you mm. say like comedians can get cancelled. Do you think the no fault stand down policy is valid in rugby league in 2022? Where a player can just be sued for something, can have a criminal charge, but can still be innocent, but because he's bringing distribute to the game, still has to be stood down until it is Guilty resolved. Guilty until proven innocent. Yeah. Yeah, I think there's been enough cases now where it's uh, hasn't been ethical for the player who's then been found to either be not guilty or just hasn't been charged so mm. i think they got to look at that i mean i think from their perspective they're thinking there's so much corporate sponsorship and stuff like that involved in the game now 
that um, they kind of have to look at that. But that's what's ruining it. Like that, I know that's what everyone says yeah. all the time. Yeah. But, you know, you look at the UFC, you look at... They've got that um, pay-per-view model where people will pay 30 bucks to see a fight. So they don't need big sponsors or anything because they get so much revenue that way. Mm-hmm. So, you know, maybe Origin one day could be like a, a main <laughs> a event. A big pay-per-view event. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then the players can say whatever the fuck they want. They can rack up. They yeah, can, <laughs> Imagine Smith, that yeah. as the advertising. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, there is, like, like you said, a lot of outside influence for from sponsors and that kind of ruins players being their own characters expressing mm. themselves outside on the footy foot there's not a lot of characters left in rugby league well you saw with Toby Rudolph do you remember that interview he did last year when he's like going to go down to Northy he's going to try pull Had something oh, this is great we, get, we finally got a personality yeah. and then NRL rang him sorry Toby can't be having that and then you get they get angry at footballers for giving that full credit to the boys you know stuff that we hear every yeah. week but it's like what else do you want them to say because whenever they show a hint of personality they just get squashed I mean, what do people expect? Like, these guys, they're not supposed to be... I Scholars. Mean, yeah, exactly. You know, <laughs> exactly they're running right, into yeah. each other. They're getting paid <laughs> half a million dollars to yeah. run into each other. I mean, I, they're, they're, I'm not, like, bagging no, them. No, they're, no, no. But they're clever guys. They're hard work. Yeah, they're, they're not extremely talented. I think, but uh, yeah, only Tom Chaboyevich got 90-plus in his HSC. The rest of the median all, would yeah, be yeah. around maybe 60-plus. I mean, for every pretty much every guy in their 20s in Australia, if you had a camera following you and every night out, are you telling me you're going to, you know, be perfectly innocent? No, in terms of whatever substances you might be taking. Like, <laughs> come on. <laughs> no, it's a fair point. And I, I, I think, yeah, there's got to be, it's got to be looked at uh, in a, with, a yeah. hot, with a better lens. Yeah. I, I think the ones where there's like violence. Um, yeah. 100%. And like gangs, like the fine new one compared to some of the others. I mean, again, it's not proven and all that sort of mm-hmm. stuff. So it's, it still is tough. But yeah, when it's violence or when it's, um, you know, violence against women, I think that's, that's, they can be harsher with that. But the drug taking... I mean, like a couple of games suspension. Let the boys play. Like, Let the boys play. <laughs> and people make mistakes. Yeah, and people do make mistakes. I, I, I have no doubt that the top guys at the NRL, the corporate suits that are also making a million dollars a year, I'm sure they're not they're on the devil's dandruff. Like, the devil's dandruff is definitely not performance enhancing. No, they, no. Really <laughs> have a problem. Exactly uh, right, yeah. Like Maybe the, that's that how you give New South Wales the ticker. Yeah, yeah. the Matty you John's can... better than Lego yeah. is, a, is a stuff of legend. We're never going to see that anymore. We ridicule Bailey Smith. Yeah, and while we're actually talking, guys, uh, a big game is happening right now it is. in the NBA Finals. We got Steph Curry pulling out it's all the stops right now. I'm going to give you guys. Yeah, a score give update. us a live score update, Dams, because Warriors up by eight. That's big Huge. because I think this is one of Steph's better finals oh, performance. He's, he's taking the piss in the, the NBA. Chef is cooking because he, literally, like, he's not getting much help. Draymond's getting more fouls than he is points, points at the moment. You know, and I, I think if if Golden State go on to win this series. Steph Curry is hands down MVP, yep. and this will go down as one of the where, better finals performances. And where does then Steph rate amongst the all-time greats? If he wins this finals MVP, does he get anywhere near Mount Rushmore? I I just think they would won't have him in the conversation because he's just that three-point shooter, and he's not your all-round LeBron, Kobe that can do it from everywhere. Mm. But I think he deserves to be because he changed the game yeah. so much. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, you're, you're a basketball fan. I know you're probably oh, no, like no. me, yeah, tuning yeah, yeah. around finals time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Me. yeah, yeah. Steph Curry, does he deserve the, the accolades of the LeBrons, the, you know, Cause you Kobe Bryant? Steph changed the game as much as a LeBron or an MJ because now the, the whole NBA is different the way you shoot the three. He's changed the whole game. Yeah, he yeah. probably Steph. doesn't have the same kind of like highlights reel that yeah. some of the other guys have, but. Doesn't maybe look impact. like as much of an athlete as yeah. well. 
but yeah, his impact and and significance and you know from last year they got you know GSW definitely got something approved. So yeah, no, I guess so. Uh, we'll, we'll keep an eye on the score. Big game, big final series. Big final series. I got a little bit of money on Celtics, so I'm yeah. sweating it a little bit. But over the weekend, yes, I don't think it was this past weekend. Uh, possibly the one before Hell in a Cell was a big pay per view. Now, yes. now we're we're avid wrestling fans. We love wrestling. We love our WWE. Cody Rhodes fought with a torn pectoral muscle in a Hell in a Cell match against Seth Rollins. Now, we're not talking damn. partial. We're not talking a partial. So there was a little did rumor. This, did this tear during the fight? Or no, no, no. What was it in the gym? He, That's what he heard it. He tore his pec at a live event. Okay. Could have been a partial tear. Then he's worsened it in the gym. Obviously hitting a big bench or something like that. And mm. now he's come out, taken his shirt off, and like the Milky Way on his chest. So it's purple, purple all the way down his arm. You can see visibly. Now they must have whacked this guy with cortisone. horse tranquilizers. Mate, just to numb this pain. He's fought a 20-minute match through the pain. It'll probably go down as a, a one of the greats under the <sighs> circumstances. We've now come to know he has to do at least six to nine months on the sidelines with a torn pec. He's had, he just had surgery. Is that now we see gladiators go at it in oh, rugby league? Phil Gould would be he'd be referencing exactly. that in his next. We chat. see collisions in rugby league in the NFL. Do, is this one of the craziest and gladiatorial performances of all time? It has to be. I mean, <laughs> something like that. That's insane. Yeah, that's made against made bumps, state against state. Yeah, that, that that's crazy. Taking bumps all night for twenty minutes, torn pec would have been killing him. I just think like wow. wrestling fans you will look what, back on that and go, about, "That's pretty crazy." We're talking about getting the boys revved up. You know what gets the boys revved up? I was out on the weekend for a mate's birthday. One of those, uh, you know, ninety dollars per head. Mm. El Camino is a ripoff. Okay, yeah. no happens. Good, you get the hat. I've been to a couple minutes. You get the hat. Ninety dollars basically for nachos. <laughs> for the Instagram story. Yeah, that's yeah, what yeah most most uh, like hospitality venues. If you can get like people posting Instagram stories, you're done. Hey, it's a gimmick. Yeah. It's a gimmick. But you don't get the boys fired up. Wrestling chat when you're drunk. Oh yeah. yeah, old school attitude old era school, wrestling. Like, we were mm. talking like, what's the best, you know, entrance song? <laughs> who's the best heel? Wrestling yeah. gets the boys pumped up. Uh, no, it does. It's uh, and look, Cody Rhodes, six to nine months. It means he might be in time for a he's, Royal Rumble. He's winning Rumble. a Royal Rumble he return. Winning he Rumble. wins Royal Rumble. He'll probably go on to face Roman Reigns, who's the current guy at WWE right now. But that's just our little wrestling chat. That yeah, we, we just have. had to chuck that yeah, one in there. Yeah, now, Neil, we're that's talking about story. people that we're getting people fired up. Neil, we do this segment. It's called The Starters. We, we usually do a top five. Because okay. there's three of us. I thought we'll do a top three. Mm-hmm. And we're going to go one each. We've spoken about commentators. Mm-hmm. So I was thinking, who are the top three worst NRL commentators slash personalities <laughs> on TV or radio? <laughs> We're going to go one each. Okay, Bernard, do you want to kick us I'll off? I'll kick us off. Go. I'm going to go Paul Kent. Yeah. Now, Paul Kent ha- is a permanent fixture on NRL 360. Now, if I ever step foot in the box ring, this would be the first flog I'd call out. Because he is the most critical. Mm. He's up there with one of the most critical yeah. of anything and everything. Whether it's a player off-field. If he has an off-field drama in the slightest circumstance. If it's a, a player on the field not performing to the best... Paul Kent's never laced up a boot. Now, I'm not saying those who haven't laced up a boot can't say anything, yep. but he's overly critical, for, sometimes for no reason. I'm sure he's offside with a lot of the players. He has a good relationship with people like Ricky Stewart at Canberra, but he always looks like he's pushing an agenda to sell his papers at the Daily Telegraph just to push an agenda forward for NRL 360. And I understand they got to get their audience in, yep. but just take it easy on the players, mate. Don't You have to be overly critical. Have a nice take or two, 
But just take a backward step. Don't get too animated either. Yeah, I can only take small amounts of Paul Kemp. But this guy I can't cop at all. Mine is going to be Buzz Rothfield. As a journal, I'm sure he can write an amazing another article. Another 360, man. But keep him off TV. Mm. First of all, when every time he's on there, he looks like he's going to fall asleep. Mm. Head for radio. Yeah, head for radio. But not only that. You know, like that, that older relative that just drinks too much at like mm. family dinner. They start, <laughs> yeah. they start nodding off like that. That's he's a bit Buzz punch drunk. Like every time he's yeah. on there. Always just whinging about absolute nonsense. I know the players hate Buzz for a fact. Like majority of players hate Always Buzz. picking on like just little things like Gus Gould. Just keep him, keep him. He's got a head for writing articles. Yeah. <laughs> See, if they let the players kind of free, if they gave him I love free reign to on 360. Break yeah, his he's blue. come into I his like own as a host. And I love, I love James Graham and Benji. Yeah, yeah they're, they're good. Great. Just have Graham. all former players because yeah. the journalists, they're incentivized to just create controversies. Then all the blogs um, in the paper tomorrow, they're just manufacturing, not manufacturing, but sensationalizing a 100%. story. Um, Who's your one? Oh, look. Uh, just one, one person, male or female. That just absolutely cooks you. Okay, I do have a mixed opinion on the guy. Okay, but go we'll go with Gus Gould here <laughs> okay, because because on. I just think come Origin time, he just he, obviously because he developed Brad Fittler, mm-hmm. he's got a big tie with him. But he was, I, I think, a bit unfair to Laurie Daly, who had to coach New South Wales in an era where they Queensland still had like the greatest the players of all time. Yeah. And yeah, there was a one or two bad games there, but he won that 2014 series. Now, Brad Fittler, like if he, if, if they lose this series with the players they've got, he should be on the chopping not. block. Yeah. But yeah. Gus is just like obsessed with Brad yeah. and doesn't like Laurie. I think it goes all the way back to the nineties where Laurie was part of the Raiders and Gus was coaching Mate, the Panthers and the that's Roosters. That's a fair and call. I, that's an interesting I got a bit of bias towards Gus, obviously being the GM yeah. at the Bulldogs. I do rate him, but I do think the thing with Gus is he's always just throwing shit at the NRL. There's always something wrong, whether it's the bunker, <laughs> whether it's the referees on the field. He he loves it. He loves it. And and sometimes he's right, sometimes he gets it wrong. But yeah. I, I agree with you. That, that's a, that's an interesting take, Neil. I like it. I, I just say with Gus, you wouldn't want to be a coach at the Bulldogs because he just looks like he's always got his mitts all over it. Like, yeah. like we, we had a laugh when he took yeah. the whistle, you know, from Trent, but that mm. was the beginning of the end for Trent. 100%. And now I don't know if the Bulldogs would be able to get a big name coach like Seraldo or one of these up and comers. Yeah, well, think about that. There. Coaches on the chopping like block over last week. Dad. The ones that were in the chopping block last week, all in one foul swoop, were Michael Maguire gone from the Go Tigers, on. and then Nathan Brown leaving the the Warriors. I want to go. Who's the next coach on the chopping block if Ooh. they don't perform? And who's the next dogs coach? Holbrook, I reckon, is is He's maybe the on the go. chopping yeah. block. More yeah. Adam O'Brien. Because they had a few years where they were building, yep. and now they're both, I mean, still halfway through the season, but it looks like they've taken a step backwards. And the Titans have recruited. It's not like they haven't. Yeah. They've got, you and, know, Isaac Lou from... They made the eight last year and should have beaten the Roosters in the finals as well if it wasn't for a brain snap. So I'd say Holbrook gets... Yeah, I agree with you, man, with Adam O'Brien. I think he gets... Away with a lot. Like they've yeah. had good teams for a while when they had Pierce a there. Really good they've team always there, had yeah. f- good forwards, and they've never even had a sniff of going. Yeah. In and not the not that it means anything, but Newcastle have come out and said they back him as a long term coach. But like uh, I said, you know, the Tigers, the Tigers said that about Madge exactly too, right. and he was gone in gone two the weeks. next week. Exactly. Right. Uh, Shane Flanagan, next Bulldogs coach. Shane I think. Flanagan. Yeah. I think that works well, especially if you're going to stay with Kyle as your seven and build that Kyle Burton combination. It looks like under Potter they're playing good footy, and yeah. I love seeing the. The Bulldogs playing attacking footy. No, like, a core stadium was firing yesterday. Um, it was just good to watch. But I think, yeah, Flano's a choice. And now I'm hearing rumblings about Michael Maguire being tied to the Bulldogs. I don't know how I feel mm. about that. 
He hasn't had much success in the past. You no, know, he maybe years. just needs a little stint as an assistant, Michael Maguire. Get back on the horse. Get back on the horse. Get your mm. confidence back up, and uh, and then he'll get another gig. But boys, to wrap up, what we like to do just to finish off is a long shot. Neil, yeah. we're going to bring you in on this as well. We're all going to do a long shot each. It can mean absolutely anything. I'll kick it off to give you a little bit of inspiration. Right? I'm, I'm thinking Ooh, okay. in the future, I'm going to go the Socceroos to make it out of their group in the World Cup. Wow. We showed it this morning against Peru. We can play football. Don't be scared. Denmark aren't the powerhouses that you think. Australia's coming second in that group and make okay. it through. My long shot is a, uh, a parlay, a multi Lovely. of sorts. Okay, I'm going to take... New South Wales 1-12 to in Perth against like Queensland. It. I'm not going to take any try scores. That killed me last time with Xavier Coates. So it's New South Wales 1-12 to into Steph Curry to win MVP Ooh, in the I NBA. Like take that. I'll check what the odds are, and I'll be posting that on socials on Instagram and TikTok. Neil, any long shots? Mm-hmm. What's your you long like? shot? Can be origin-related. Uh, um, maybe, how about this, Seraldo to uh, become the Warriors coach? Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. I like that. He's got a clause in his Penrith contract if opportunities come up. They've appointed Stacey Jones, who I love, who was a great seven, a Stacey Jones at the Warriors, as a caretaker head like coach. That. But that could be in the in the works. All right. Could be an opportunity for I Cameron. Like and Eels to still win the, the premiership. Done. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Two long shots. Right. Oh, beautiful. Like Neil, what's on what's on in the future? Anything we should keep our eyes up? Um doing plenty of live shows and it's not just me, you know, there's a, a collection of really great comedians. In fact John's gonna come and jump up for yeah. some of those yeah. games yeah. on the yeah. other yeah. Western yeah. Sydney shows. So. Mounties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah Pokey Central. It's a great <laughs> place, man. It's 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 wonderful. So you could be seeing me up there. I watch Quick Slap on the Pokey. Yeah, come along. Yeah. Yeah, bring all the boys. Um, <laughs> so comedyuntamed.com for for all the live shows. And other than that, yeah, I got I got my podcast. I got I'm I'm still making videos. Uh, just follow me. Probably uh, YouTube and Instagram are the big ones now, and and TikTok. Facebook's dead. Yeah, uh, Facebook. <laughs> it's all. Yeah, yeah. Meta, meta that. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah, fuck, yeah. I'm getting like ten likes on Facebook. I'm like, this is embarrassing. <laughs> so, Not yeah. what it was, eh? No, and then I'm getting twenty thousand on TikTok. So I don't know what's happening, but <laughs> just trying to adapt. Um, so yeah, hey, just follow up, me mate. on all the socials. And thanks for having me. This was a no, lot of fun. Nice. Absolute pleasure, guys. Make on. sure you follow Neil on the socials. Bernard, anything happening this week? No, I'm going to. Prep for Origin 2. I'm going to head to Perth, cover the game there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A few skits out in Perth planned. And I'm going to catch the game at Optus Stadium. Never been there. So a lot of prep going to go into that. But, mate, Neil, again, thank you for coming on. We love your stuff and what you're doing for comedy. Likewise. You know, know, you're pretty much... uh, uh, a com- comedian that I look up to, and yeah, we you're enjoy an your stuff. And yeah, one of the OGs of comedy. Definitely. And keep creating, keep doing yeah, what you're doing. You. But guys, keep an eye out. This will be posted on Spotify, TikTok, uh, Instagram, wherever you catch your podcast. I think we're making also. our YouTube debut as this well. This will be on the YouTube as well. Telling me so. YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, B Team Podcast. Make sure you're giving it a follow on all platforms. Neil, thanks for jumping on, brother. Thanks for having me. Legend, mate. It was a lot of fun. See you Take next it. time, guys. Take Ciao. it easy.